You are listening to the Keynote Vision Podcast, produced by SalesforceDevOps.net. This is Episode 5, broadcast Friday, February 18th, 2022. Do more with less. An interview with Kumar Chavukula of Opsera. Let's commit. And uh, welcome everybody to the latest in the Keenan Vision uh, interview series podcast. My name is Vernon Keenan. I am the senior industry analyst at SalesforceDevOps.net. And today I have Kumar Chavukula, who is the uh, what is your title there at Opsera, Kumar? Uh, co-founder and CEO of Opsera. Right, you're the co-founder and chief technical officer. So, you know, before we get going, why don't you just kind of give our audience a background of um, how you got going in tech? Like, I, I love to hear about those early stories about how you got interested and in, and what brought you to Opsera today. Yeah, first of all, uh, great uh, great question and a uh, great meeting with you, Vernon. And really, th- thank you for the opportunity. And uh, we happy to be part of the this session on your podca- podcast. And uh, yep. you've been a great uh, com- community servant with respect to Salesforce, DevOps, and in general Salesforce. And we sincerely appreciate that. Okay, you're a big part of it, so I'm glad to have you. Yeah, having said that, you know we're all technologists at heart, right? And uh, it's just a uh, Deep down my heart, and uh, I was an engineer by background, and uh, deep down my heart, and technology was always, uh, an entrepreneurship technology was always uh, there within my head, and I wanted to just continue to do something that uh, entrepreneurship and in, in technology. So, and it was not easy, but I know it took a while for me to get to the where, where I am right now with respect to entrepreneurship, but technology-wise, I'm still uh, uh, very appreciative of the technology and how it is helping the companies and helping the people, helping the people lives. But coming back to the context of that, I've been in the Bay Area for the last uh, 22 years and uh, predominantly mm-hmm. worked in the technology sector. So last 16 years prior to Opsera, 10 years at Adobe, about 6 years at Symantec. Look, where the how Opsera started is uh, where we saw the journey in Adobe and Symantec and uh, the bunch of parallels to both the journeys. And uh, we most both companies, where I was part of the company's uh, mo- the workload moved to a hybrid cloud, uh, multi-cloud journeys. We saw that software delivery management is not fully baked into the equation and it was not addressed in the way, manner it's supposed to be. And uh, I thought it was a coincidence at Adobe when we saw that myself and Chandra, at, uh, my co-founder and CEO at uh, Opsera, when we saw the problem at uh, Symantec, when he moved to the Uber, we, we validated and uh, talked to a bunch of people, realized that uh, people are migrating to the cloud with lift and shift, but they're not really taking care of the software delivery management. We need to help them out and we struggled through it. We created a solution at Semantic, part of the solution. Now we took so, the... So it sounds like you were um, in uh, like five or 10 years ago, you were high level IT at Semantic, trying to probably merge companies in a lot and do, do crazy stuff like that. And you started to move to the cloud. And at the beginning, people were just doing what you called lift and shift, yeah, which is to... I think you would just take the same computers you were running on site and make them virtual machines in AWS or something of that nature. Yeah, some something like that. It's not a lift and, lift and shift is not uh, the word that people use it, but it's like moving the workload as is without modernizing the workload. Right, the cloud right, right. In, in a technical terms. And then you kept going and kind of modernized that. 
Yeah, approach. we modernized it semantic. Definitely, we modernized it. Went through the process of software delivery management, and we did the federated access model for a bunch of engineering groups. That created inspiration and also gave the opportunity for us to start the Opsara. Working basically, we talked to people like you, industry execs, and VP of engineering, CTO, CIOs, and various companies. We talked to them. They concurred with the fact that it is a pain point for them. It is not done right, and it is impacting agility, velocity, and also impacting the visibility across the board. What is they they're not able to see through the entire gamut of the landscape. That's one aspect of that, and. Uh, mm-hmm. we also discovered as part of that people are so struggling with saas applications along with it yes, yes. that's the another aspect that also intrigued us and we want to build a solution not just a point solution for a one particular workload we want to cre- create an orchestration where in which it can help application ca- enterprise ca- customers where they can move the workloads of sdlc which is software delivery life cycle management saas applications And uh, infrastructure as a core, and provide the visibility and governance on top of it. That was the genesis behind that. I know we went uh, provide a long-winded answer, but that, that's the genesis. Well, it's not a long-winded answer because I think there's a lot of interest right now, and I think a uh, topic we're going to talk about, which is SaaS DevOps, which is this idea that um, some sort of unified approach is needed, is wanted by customers. who have all of these systems now and they've got configuration nightmares coming out of that you're seeing that with your customers right yes that's right okay so just we kind of set the table there a little bit why don't you just tell me the elevator pitch for opsera you know if i if i don't know what it is and i'm an it guy a senior it guy or maybe a salesforce architect what do i need to know so yeah the uh, opsera we are a continuous orchestrator and uh, our goal and vision is to make the software delivery faster better and secure for the enterprise companies so what is the pain points and what are the pain points we are solving in the industry currently right as we we briefly alluded lot of the companies migrated to cloud and uh, they have not really modernized the workloads and uh, also when they migrated to cloud they kind of graduated from ec2 instances to containers to the serverless to the microservices but they also have multiple languages behind that there are multiple applications saas applications but they have a bigger problem is on demand releases to improve the velocity and agility and improve the security posture but given that they have a multiple variation of the workloads multiple variations of the languages and applications it is very very hard for them to achieve the uh, value that uh, uh, that they have intended to do in the first place there are a lot of point solutions are there in the market they are not able to address them in a unified way and then also a lot of the diys coming in the way apsara what we taking the best of the diy and then some mm-hmm. of the box solution that we have choice and flexibility from diy and then automation from the black box solution created orchestration where in which we allow the people to have the choice and flexibility with tool chain automation help them with no code pipelines that can cut cuts across sdlc saas and infrastructure as a code with quality security gates and governance on top of it we provide the visibility where in which they can make intelligent decisions we took inspiration from nist department of defense and dora and where in which people can create the dashboards and uh, understand the maturity levels understand what the gaps are and so that they can continue to make investment in a, in by doing so the companies can go to market faster they don't have to worry about wasting the time and doing this all the mechanical work that happens behind the scenes and the right. second thing is they can do it improve the quality security posture and they do more with less Okay, so let's start unpacking that a little bit. So the if I'm doing uh SaaS uh 
development, like I'm doing Salesforce deployments or something yep. like that. Opsera can let me kind of take a low code approach to how I manage my release process. Is that correct? Yes. So describe how that works. So imagine that you have a Salesforce uh, today, like with five developers, maybe like uh, four or five environments and two, three, one or two Salesforce organizations. Mm -hmm. The common pain point is they may be using manual deployments or chain sets today. That's the pretty common right. common thing for them. I don't want that. <laughs> so as a result, and also they have a larger organization where they try to go with point solution, but they kind of stuck with it. And what happens is when you want to have a true DevOps adoption with respect to CACD and source-driven development, source-driven deployment, you need to have a, a common solution that can solve the problem in a manner where we can seamlessly integrate your Salesforce organizations and you also connect to the Git repositories and be able to enable the Salesforce developers and release managers to move the components, objects, profiles, permissions, and packages uh, from the time they check, check into the code all the way to the production uh, Salesforce organization in a way where they can get the approvals and uh, proper approvals with approval gates have a proper security checks and controls with sonar cube or a PMD scan or whatever the code scan that they want right. comfortable with it and quality tools like Selenium, Provar, a bunch of other things, how yep. they can bring all of them together and get the notifications of Slack and Microsoft Teams or you are the Jira service now and then be in a position to see the visibility of what is happening, who is doing it, why this deployments are running, what's the value of that? At the end of the day, you need to connect the dots back to the business value, right? The, it's not about just automating the sake of automation. So, right. This common framework make it easy for the enterprise customers to adopt source-driven development, source-driven deployment. So I'll go ahead and kind of compare you to what I call the top five um, Salesforce DevOps platforms yeah. um, in this, this one way. Uh, so I think you've, uh, you've articulated uh, that what Opsera is, is what I call a command server meaning that it, it will take control of your DevOps pipeline and invoke all those elements that you were talking about in the right order. So it, it will, you know, do a release, it'll check with your sonar queue before you do a deployment. It'll, it'll invoke all of those actions sequentially. So um, it is an alternative to the top five uh, Salesforce DevOps platforms like Capato and, and AutoRabbit and Flowsome and Gearset and Blue Lot, Blue Canvas, who are the five that I've, I've identified. Uh, so you'd use Opsera instead of one of those, right? Yes, that okay. is right. And it's because you're, you're, you're giving, you say you're giving IT operations people more control over their deployments now with kind of this unified... GUI, right? This uh, yeah, it's a self-service portal with a SaaS portal where they can they can have a common uh, orchestration platform. With uh, the way that we've built the architecture is uh, container-based and uh, microservices. As a result, we are mm. flexible enough to expand the use cases. And the way the architecture is built, we factor for the multiple use cases I mentioned. Right? You can have a today's Salesforce. Tomorrow you have Adobe Experience Manager or your SAP application or you have a Snowflake. And all these things are completely possible through Opsera along right. with SDLC and infrastructure as a code. So as a result, most of the enterprises, they don't want to just have one solution because there are dependencies. Salesforce is no longer one, one small application anymore. It's a big platform. We, in, right. a, in, a, in a analogy, in a, in, a way, in a way to put it, 
we are the sales force for the devops we are the data dog of the devops because we are democratizing it and try to give the opportunity for companies and enterprises to build the their release management using opsera without them writing the lot of blue code that is the power that we offer to them and that's that's why your that your customers want that that's why they're yes. coming to you is because they see their business people able to do these things yes not only business people business people get the visibility and it rightfully so any devops team and release team and salesforce developers or snowflake mm-hmm. developers and in, uh, like recently we're in, in the process of inter- informatica cloud as well so they're mm-hmm. able to see the value and potential all the work that they're doing manually or se- like doing some kind of point solutions they can see all of it and governance and the, the quality security is very very important for the companies because every company is a software company this is not me saying it it was a Microsoft, Microsoft CEO Satya Satya Nadella, he made a famously said. Oh that yes, software and software's eating nice. the world too. Don't forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know about that, but generally speaking, they have to yes. build build the bits. They have to build the code. They have to build the binaries and to and to to make it faster and put the features in the customer hands. Yes, absolutely. I think so. Uh, sounds like Opsera is out there making Salesforce DevOps go faster. How is that? So I'll give you a classic, a few examples from the customer. Don't don't take don't take my word. Okay, I don't want to just use uh, my uh, numbers to you. And uh, we were we we were working with a few customers, and uh, we are already mm-hmm. using a lot of the Fortune 100 and Fortune 500 customers are using a platform. Um, recently, one of the company, healthcare company, uh, they were doing the chain sets, and they're taking anywhere between three to five, 15 hours for a deployment per week, and they have mm-hmm. uh, people join the call. And there are a lot of inconsistency issues, and we have demonstrated, and they they used Opsera within 10 minutes, eight to 10 minutes, they're able to uh, complete the deployment. And same with profiles okay. migration; it used to take three hours, it takes about six to eight minutes. That's the power that uh, we are we giving. That I lit up. There's another company which was recently bought by Oracle. I'm not going to name the name of the company. Uh, <laughs> so that company, there are 22 people. They join and they spend two hours every week. And sometimes monthly releases can go longer. And the, the one thing I want to, I appreciate the, the exec we were talking about. I don't want my team to work on weekends and evenings and spend this midnight, uh, uh, midnight oil situation. So uh, burning the midnight oil. And he wants to get out of the situation. I sincerely appreciate empathy around the leadership, right? Call about that, talk about that. So we, they, they want to spend time on the weekends, evenings and nights and spending time on the releases when you can do it in a seamless fashion. That's the power the Opsera can offer. Excellent. Um, I think one thing that's a little different from uh, you, other than this kind of multi-SaaS uh, perspective, so that you could be doing the same thing you're doing for Salesforce for other SaaS systems eventually, um, is that, that you kind of have like an app store almost, or a little ecosystem of partners associated with Opsera. What, what, tell us more about that. So we have a partnerships and technology partnerships and as well as SA partnerships right now. And uh, we have a concept called a tool registry. The way we do it and we don't want, we're not, how we give the choice and flexibility is we want to encourage people to bring the tool chain and the data applications into Opsera. Whether you have a Git repositories or a Slack or Microsoft Teams, or ServiceNow, Jira, or you have AWS, Azure, Salesforce, Snowflake, Informatic, whatever you have and we can bring them. You can seamlessly bring them into the Opsera tool registry and we have a, um, uh, the way to handshake in a secure way and uh, using various methods and we can talk about it at a later time but that's that's the method that we have as a result 
we're able to expand our Apsara ecosystem to 50 plus integrations already in the, in the last 10-12 uh, months. We have a partnership with uh, AWS, Marketplace, AWS mm -hmm. partnership. We are, in the, we, are, we are on the Salesforce app exchange and we have a, part, we have a marketplace integrations with uh, uh, Azure as well. We, are in, we also finalized Ashikar Vault and we have a partnership with them with the Vault to store secrets, Vault, uh, passwords, keys, whatnot. You can bring your own Vault and uh, right. we are excited to work with them. They are a great partner of us and we have Octopus and uh, the, from SIs, we have a partnership. Oh, Octopus. Yeah, Octopus is also there. and. Uh, the, with uh, with regards to SIs, and we have a couple of la one large SI and one uh, another uh, global SI. We're working with them. We're in the final stages of announcing the partnership. I don't want to prematurely share the names, but we oh. will announce them in the in the in the, in the, in the next uh, few few days. Well, well, that's interesting. Before we leave the topic of partners, I just want to make sure that any uh, software developers or other vendors who are listening know that Opsera does have a partner program and it's pretty easy to get into it. So if you yeah. want to distribute your product through Opsera, that's an opportunity. Um, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for the <laughs> the comment on that. We appreciate, yeah, we want, we believe in the partner ecosystem because at the end of the day, it takes a village and uh, we're not, we're just uh, being, we're trying to bring the platform. We need partner ecosystem to help the companies to do it. And uh, you're a product and SaaS company. Yeah. Okay, great. So um, I want to just switch up a little bit. We'll get back to the company, but there's got to be, you know, when I I built my share of companies, I had my share of harrowing experiences when when building a company, and there's got to be, uh, I'm you got to uh, Kamara, you got to share a story with us about uh, about Opsera through uh, the trials and tribulations that you've been through as a as a founder. There are many, <laughs> but more importantly, I'll tell you like the team and I, I want to share the, okay. the, that team, like uh, building the team is one thing is absolutely is a, uh, it's fun exercise, but uh, I, we have to give, I give a lot of credit to the team. We have a great team and uh, they, uh, they are the force behind the Apsara and uh, uh, they are uh, very committed, dedicated, customer first mindset and then that culture, building the culture and team is something we take a lot of pride in it and as a collective team mm -hmm. and uh, uh, to do that work and we have to go through so many sacrifices and many areas, but uh, it's, 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 it's uh, from the, we started with uh, the four people and started with two and then four and then four, now 45 and uh, we continue to grow and uh, just like uh, if you can put a plug in, we're hiring, we're hiring both oh. in the US and India. Anybody's looking for a job with respect to sales, marketing, engineering, they're open. Happy to talk to you. Uh, Excellent. And, uh, I think uh, I think I've reposted that on my uh, on the SalesforceDevOps.net group over there on LinkedIn. So anybody who's looking for jobs should go over there and uh, and, and and take a look. Um, yeah, you've. Um, I mean, you're one of these companies that have exploded during the pandemic. Pandemic, right? yeah. That, that's where I was going to that. And we had a lot of stories, and we were able to. Just to be honest with you, like uh, during the pandemic, first wave of pandemic, we were able to sail through it. And second wave of pandemic, um, I we had a lot of uh, tough stories, uh, especially in India, that the Delta variant and uh, a lot oh, of people. Yeah. It was really hard for us and for them and. Uh, it was not easy for us to deal with it and also for the employees and uh, but we employees stuck with it and then i have to appreciate every employee and then the commitment dedication and uh, they went through a lot and they've been through a lot with extended families individual in, them individually and then immediate family members we extended the support to everybody 
we took a hit for that but you know at the end of the day it's employees that makes a difference and uh, I, I believe in this thing right which is many many leaders have said it before me i'm not just a, i'm a broken record here happy employees uh-huh. happy happy company happy customers happy investors employees Excellent. are not we don't take care of employees nothing else will not happen it the rest of everything else yeah you will you will be able to success, see the success but not in a way you want to brag about it so you mentioned earlier which i think is a fascinating topic uh, that you're about to announce some partnerships with uh, system integrators the global the proverbial um global system integrators uh uh i i have no idea who it is but uh, these are companies like accenture and uh Cap Gemini and so forth, those type of companies. Um, you don't have to name them, but I'd be fascinated to hear more about how you interact with them and how they use your product. So it's a great question. So we've been working with them and they've been testing uh, Observe because they're, they're also going to the customers and trying to add value as part of the digital transformation. Every customer wanted to understand that not just the services provided by people, how can these, they add value in transforming their uh, release management system, software delivery management, cloud migration, various other things, data management, various other use cases. And they just don't want to solve it just by people only. Yes, you can solve the people problem for complex things, but things that you do it in a repeatable way and things that you want to be in a consistent Mm -hmm. manner and where you want to measure the quality, measure the security, measure the performance, and how can you do it in a, a manner where it can use it, the same platform can be used across multiple use cases where they started to see the more and more companies are asking for these type of things in the part of as part of the one is that in the digital transformation you have a cloud transformation then then comes the inevitable thing is devops because software delivery management is different thing in the cloud it's no longer the same it's a SaaS application software delivery management is different they're struggling with it instead of having the bunch of siloed and point solution customers are asking them to provide a unified orchestrator as a result we had outreach and we also reached out a few people and then we started working with them. Basically, it doesn't happen just because they called us and we call them. And you have to go through the series of interactions and you, they evaluate, evaluate with you. They're with their own customers and partners, internal teams and architects. And once they feel the, once they feel the confidence and also like uh, go, they can go to market together, then they'll initiate the paperwork and that's where we are. And we got validated through customers, validated through partners of their own partners and also their architects. And that's where we are having conversation. So it sounds like they kind of evaluated you to be like a utility capability for them. Uh, it's more of a solution. De- yeah. It's a, like apply a, a solution yeah. to software delivery, yeah. enterprise software application. Software delivery management needs, yes. <clears throat> wow. Neato. So I hope that goes well. Because working with global system integrators is, is usually problematic. <laughs> I would not say that way, but uh, it, it's a lengthy process because for companies yes. like us, and but you know, but they're necessary. You have to, with with their support and help, we can grow really fast. And if you do it right, and uh, you have to pick the right partner, they have to. We have. It's like a marriage. At the end of the day, partnership is all about marriage. And uh, we uh, we we believe that uh, we are in the right right place at the right time at this time to expand our partnerships for sure, especially with SAs. That's great. Um... So I think if I'm uh, uh, thinking about using Opsera and I'm a new customer, uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about the onboarding process, what that's like? 
So there are, uh, it's easy. All you have to do is uh, today, like in go to Opsera.com and sign up for demo. And uh, we have uh, two ways to engage with the customers. Either we can show the demo and uh, do the val- uh, do the couple of hours POVs. And uh, if it is a Salesforce use case, since you're talking about it, all you have to do is bring the Salesforce organizations, organizations are credentials that you have with Connected App. And then uh, we, we provide your source code repository in two hours. You can have end-to-end release management automation done with Opsera. You don't have to do anything. And all you have to do is just bring those two things. And uh, that's one way to do it. Second way is uh, we try to like with enterprise companies, you have to go through the, because of the larger deals, sometimes you have to go through RFP, RFQ process as well. That's, that's, a, that, that's a different conversation. But in general, uh, we have a, a demo and quick demo and a POV engagement and then outreach. We are in the process of launching free trial and we're in which customer can sign up. We have a, we can sign up and it'll be coming in the next uh, few months and uh, it'll be soon, very soon actually. Uh, so, okay, so that that'll be a free trial where people can just sign up. Uh, yeah, themselves without uh, us talking, without talking to us. Don't have to talk to anybody, and you just yes. are able to sign up and have some sort of trial level or yeah, trial level for the fourteen days, thirty days, what what have you? Mm-hmm. They can get the experience, and it's like mm-hmm. a driving the test drive car, but not just one hour. They can drive it for thirty days. <laughs> right. So it sounds like um, it sounds like you, you don't. Sounds like even though you, uh, there's a system integrator looking to use your product, uh, you don't need a system integrator to to use Opsera. No, we have a we have a, a lot of Fortune 100 and Fortune 500 companies are using it, born in the cloud, mm-hmm. and the companies that they're the lot large enterprises been in the business for many many years, and we've well dealt with uh, both sides of the equation. Yeah, they they we engage with them, and uh, now we now that we have a proof proof points. And uh, with help of SIS, as along with our GTA motion that we have, with uh, our our own uh, sales motion, that uh, awesome team we have in the sales and marketing, and they are going to help us grow. And uh, from uh, that's where we are. And then the next uh, 12 to 18 months is a fascinating journey for us. Nito, now, do you have any advice for listeners who are looking to maybe get one of those jobs we were talking about earlier? What, what is it uh, What is it that you think is going to be uh, a good career path for different folks to maybe get beyond the entry level and, and, and do more of this application, SaaS, DevOps, and application orchestration stuff we're talking about? So there are two parts to the question, if I'm not mistaken. One is you're talking about how they can come and apply for the job and uh, are they, uh, or how they can look into the jobs in these type of roles. Right? How, do, how do people do their personal development to get ready okay. to be a great Opsera employee? So you, it's funny that you said, like uh, we were talking to one of the company, that existing company, cybersecurity firm, and then uh, we had a meeting with them, a monthly meeting, and uh, they had a couple of interns join. This is the first rodeo of the DevOps for them, first DevOps tool that they use in Opsera. And we asked them what's your feedback. First thing he said, it took like literally 30 minutes for me to join, log in and uh, play around with it. And I was able to do my deployment and my release. And uh, it's uh, kind of sleek. And uh, I asked him, what did you learn? How did you learn the whole thing? I said, it took, uh, just followed the documentation and it was very intuitive. And uh, generally speaking, the reason I'm just giving the example is uh, all you need to do is basic concepts of cloud management and then basic concepts of what is the, what are the, what is the DevOps? DevOps is not a technology, it's a culture. And uh, where the developers and operations have to come together and work on a common goal and the common vision, common objective. That's where the, the value comes to the enterprises and they can provide value to the consumers. So, our customers in this case, if they have an interest in the cloud and the basic knowledge of the Git commands, and uh, which is pretty, uh, nowadays is 
the ninth, you go to high school kids, they are much smarter than the people that are in this. I'm sorry to say, they say that way, but oh, yeah. I cannot compete with them. And they know much more than they can write a great Python programming or Java programming than I, I can ever imagine myself, right? So if you know the basic commands and basic stuff, and uh, you can explore yourself, learning your way, and then there's so much material out there and uh, with various uh, forums and whatnot, and uh, you can just uh, apply for the course. Coursera, Udemy and a bunch of other learning portals, a LinkedIn portal and where you can learn these things and certification like Salesforce certification one of the easiest one in the entry level then they can work they work their way up and same thing with right. the DevOps, AWS certification, Azure certification, they can take it and then try it out and the, because these are necessary things, SaaS and the cloud is going to stay and having that knowledge is going to help them whether they go to a program manager or they go to the developer, whether they go to the architect, whether they go to the management level, they need some kind of knowledge about how these things are operated in the first place. So I think I suggest them to go and explore them, the cloud certification, AWS, Azure, GCP or Salesforce or any of the SaaS applications, Snowflake, do the basic level, get an understanding, they can pick their path from there. It sounds like you're definitely emphasizing, which I do as well, that Besides learning Salesforce, you got to kind of learn this cloud native DevOps world yeah. that's yeah. been around for 10 years already and is, is what runs AWS and GCP and Azure and, the, yeah. and those, those platforms. So to become adept at uh, operating AWS or GCP is certainly a great skill. Yeah, it's a, it, it comes handy because even the Salesforce is also the Heroku platform and it's it's a cloud, right? And uh, yeah, they're also moving into the source-driven development, deployment, they've been, they acquired a bunch of companies. It's inevitable. Okay, Kumar, we're almost at the end here. I'm going to give you uh, one last chance to give uh, listeners a pep talk. And I think you got a great pep talk on, on how we can use tools like Opsera to maybe make our enterprises go better and faster. Yeah, basically like uh, if you're in the process of uh, transforming the cloud and the software delivery management or struggling with the existing tools, just give us a call and we're happy to help you. And uh, all it takes is a couple of hours of 30 minutes to a couple of hours investment. We, you know, you will you will not regret uh, calling us for sure, and we'll make sure that your software delivery is going to be faster, better, and uh, safer than ever before, and uh, make sure that we'll provide the value for sure. Okay, everybody, you got to keep your eye on Opsera and uh, Kumar Chavikula here for um, being leaders in SaaS DevOps as we move forward through 2022 and beyond. So. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, Keen Vision podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Vernon. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the conversation. Very insight, insightful questions and very probing questions. And uh, sincerely appreciate it. Looking forward to talking to you more, more in, the, in the near future. All right. Yeah. Okay, thanks. And we'll Thank see you. everybody later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Keen Vision podcast. You can get more information about Opsera from their website, which is O-P-S-E-R-A dot I-O. You can reach Kumar Tavukula on LinkedIn by his username spelled K-U-M-A-R dash C-H-I-V-U-K-U-L-A. Please come to the salesforcedevops.net website and sign up for email notifications of significant updates. Thanks to 10 Ton Chicken for the music, which is available on iTunes. Also, be sure to like, 
subscribe, and leave a review about how we did on this podcast.